and we're live hello everybody and welcome to live reality games and we are continuing with our survivor angelica 2022 recaps i'm parker and as always is nathan nathan how you doing i'm good i'm willing to go to rocks here (laughs) (laughs) well at least somebody will go to rocks tonight Uh, (laughs) yes yes Uh, As always, we love having guests on uh, to cover, so joining us this evening, we have Ayla. Ayla, how you doing? I'm doing well. Excited to be here. And we also have Dave. Dave, how's it going, man? Good. Dave Holdsworth. I didn't put my last name on like Ayla did, but I'm Dave. (laughs) It was autofill. You know when you put in your name and it says autofill? Yes. That's just for extra credit. So tonight we're going to be covering uh, episode 6A and 6B. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, new tribes. Very very quick challenge, I will say. Uh, but it was a fun one to watch. And a lot of drama going down for the vote. So uh, we start off this episode. Uh, and the biggest revelation in 6A, I must say, is we do finally learn what Chaz got <laughs> from returning to the game. That was a bit of a mystery. Uh, for the last episode, I think even Nathan and I asked uh, Ashley and Alyssa about it, uh, and he has an extra vote. Now, we also learn, because Nathan and I couldn't figure it out if, if Chaz was just throwing his vote or if he actually knew what was going on, but it turns out he was actually left out of the vote. Dave, yes. since you were at that travel council, I want to come to you, and obviously these situations are very situational, when to leave someone in on the vote, when to leave someone out. But you have to know that there's probably a swap coming up soon. So just walk us through what the strategy was behind leaving Chaz out of this one. Sure. So this was the vote where Ray ultimately went home, which was a tough one. And we knew Chaz had he had to have come back with something. Otherwise, he risked just immediately getting voting at, voted out. So we assumed he had something. And he was pretty tight with Ray. And Ray was a little bit all over the map. We could never pin him down on anything. I think he was afraid to hurt someone's feelings by committing to someone, which is you know not the best thing for someone in your alliance. So we felt Chaz was going to probably protect himself. So we need to probably throw it on Ray and try to misdirect Chaz. Chaz is probably not going to stick with us in the long term because we voted him out first, no matter what he said, since he might have been a lost cause anyway. Why not burn the bridge? That's what we did. Right. And like I said, these are very situational uh, circumstances. Like you said, you'd already voted for Chaz once. How much do you think you can really rely on it? That makes sense. That just, that, I just want to give you the opportunity to clear that up because that was something that we also were wondering as viewers. And a little bit of trivia. We just found out in our chat today that, yes, he had an extra vote. But when he came back in, he was given the choice of two things. He could either, oh. one, have the ability to leave tribal council, not vote or get voted for at any time, or take an extra vote. And he chose to pick an extra vote when he came back into the game. Wow. Yeah. Nathan, knowing what we know now, <laughs> do, you, do you think Chas should have taken the other one? <laughs> uh, potentially. P- potentially that would have been the better option here. <laughs> or, or really, use one of them. It wouldn't have mattered. He would have been fine. Yeah, if he gets an extra vote with you guys um, in the next episode, then yep. he could have won there, too. Exactly. Yeah. I want to apologize. Uh, for the last two episodes, we asked our guests uh, how they got involved in Jelka, and 
that's normally what I like to start off with. So I want to ask that to both of you. Dave, how did you uh, discover Angelica and get involved? Sure. I've been, I started playing these LRG games in 2017. I applied to Survivor 22 times. In 2017, I found these live games, played one and said, okay, no more CBS. I'm just going to do these things because I found a bunch of weirdos out there like me who are stupid and go live in the woods and play these Survivor games. But I've been playing I, this. I played four games, including Angelica. That was my fourth. And I found them online. Um, they had kind of been their own little game for a while. And they started making inroads in the LRG community right when they opened up applications. And I found them. And they, they've been around since 2000. They're kind of the old school OG survivor game. And I'm like, you know what? That's for me. I want to give it a try. So I applied. Um they interviewed me and their first question was from Jason. He said, why did you dislike one of our comments on the game? And I'm like, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. I'm sorry. So I went back and found it and changed it to an op and they, they cast me. <laughs> I'm going to assume that was a misclick. It was, yeah. I'm 53. I got fat fingers, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and Ayla, what is your familiarity and background with Angelica? Yeah, so it started in 2002, in which I was five. So I, it's not like I heard about it when it started. But um, when I, like, so basically I was on the Survivor fan jury page. Um, maybe you guys are on it too, uh, because I just love watching this show. And then when I was on there, somebody found me for an online game. And I thought he was just some weirdo. And this was during COVID. So I was, like, incredibly bored. And I was like, yeah, I love Survivor. I'll play this. And then from there, I heard about the live games. I actually, so the guy that played last season, um, Jared L, uh, Angelica, the season before me, we were playing an online game together. And I had applied to this Angelica one. And he's like, I'm going to be in that. But I couldn't go because of the border restrictions or whatever. So, yeah, it was from there that I kind of heard about it and uh, was able to come in 2022 when the border restrictions are better. Awesome. And taking a step back just real quick, because we haven't actually had anybody from your original tribe yet on the podcast, Ayla. So I do want to ask you, uh, going back to, well, not going back to, but, you know, your tribe only had to go to one tribal council before this episode. And even though it was a six to two vote, I believe <laughs> it was it, uh, there was a lot to talk about it going to rocks. Is it going to tie? who's going to vote with who, swing votes, all that sort of thing. Just coming out of that tribal council before this tribe swap, who did you ultimately feel like was your closest alliance members? Yeah, so, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything, um, sure. but I thought that I could really trust Christina and Sarah. Um, I liked everyone there, but the general vibe from the beginning was that i don't know i don't know if it was being the only canadian or maybe from a different generation but i did feel like it was hard to penetrate that group of guys that are in their 30s 40s um and i wanted to work with them but i just felt like i wasn't going to be included really you know so it was, and I'm sharing the loft with the girls. So it would have been awesome to have a four with those, with Teresa, me, Sarah, and Christina. I wanted to, but then Teresa wanted to be with the guys. Um, 
which disadvantaged me, obviously. And Christina had pregame connections with Justin. Um, so it, it was just very complicated. Um, but then after that vote, I came out of it like, I okay, I'm going to be in the minority, but I do trust Christina and Sarah. And maybe we can make something work with Justin. I don't know. Um, but I definitely came out of that feeling good about those two. Sorry, that was a long-winded answer to that question. No, no. I, that, that's what I asked. I appreciate it. Your tribe um, learned from Erica and Marianne that you just can't let these Canadians get anywhere near the end, <laughs> you know? You can't trust those Canadians. <laughs> I know. And you know what? I would love to go on the show. I I mean, they only became able, we only Canadians became able to apply in 2018. Um, and I think that's, I mean, I was a, a couple years of being an adult at that point. So I was like, oh, I can apply. But and now they're making it so it's like it has to be 50% diverse, which is great. But um, it makes it like when they're only picking a few Canadian people and then they want people who are diverse to fit that quote as well, it, it is more difficult. Like I, I am actually biracial, but I don't look it. So um, I know that there's that aspect to casting as well. I'm not sure that I'll, I'd ever get on the show. Um, but I am glad they are making it more diverse. Um, I'm just saying my chances are not as going to be as high given that. I don't know. I'm kind of with Nathan. I mean, there's a 100% success rate for Canadians so far. Uh, every scene that's had a Canadian is one. I think they I think they like this. <laughs> and how big's Canada? There's only like 50 people up there, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we are a tenth of the state's population. But yeah, they're just they're they're only picking a couple or something like that. But I'm proud of Erica and Mary and they represented us very well. There's also in like two seasons. Uh, I don't remember the 44 kids off the top of my head, but there's also I know there's already been more Canadians than some U.S. states represented. So it's a good track record. Um, so obviously next we get into well. It's funny here in the confessionals, we get a lot of confessionals from your tribe, Dave, actually. Some people are, everybody's anticipating a swap. Some are really excited, like Alyssa. Some are not not, not so uh, eager for it, but either way, it's going to happen. We're going to get a swap here, and it's, it's a different kind of swap. It's a schoolyard pick. Uh, ultimately, Andrew and Justin are going to get to be the captain, so to speak, and they have to pick a member of the opposite tribe. Um, I won't go through the whole order, but yeah, and had I had we done this podcast before watching episode six B, Dave, I would ask you, <laughs> I, I was going to ask you um, why you picked um, or why Christina picked you. But as we find out in episode six B, we <laughs> I think we have a pretty good understanding why Christina picks you. So but, can you but talk did about you y'all's when relationship? She, picked me, she says, "You, what's your name?" Pretty <laughs> 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 <Yeah>, good. <laughs> yeah, Christina knew Dave, Alyssa. And Justin going, I'm not oh sure if she God. knew any other people. But, oh, wow. And yeah. I know Angelica does uh, like a, they, they do their research and they try to make sure people don't know each other. But I just don't think, I think there's not that many people in this community. So there's going to be connections. Dave, could you explain that connection? Because it was mentioned during the episode, but I'm still a little confused on this. Sure. I played Survivor, I played Survivor Philadelphia, um, actually with Chrissy. Chrissy won that game. It's a, Philly's a one-day game. Um, I'm from Philadelphia. Go Phils. Go Eagles. Um, <laughs> and Christina played season one, and she was on crew for season two. She also played Survival Challenge after I did. So 
she and I spent most of the Survivor Philly. She was doing confessionals and we just talked survival challenge stuff. So we all kind of knew each other going into it. That makes sense. Now, it, it, that makes sense. And for anybody, this is a bit behind the scenes tidbit. When we were organizing this podcast, actually, Dave's only request was we do not make this on Sunday because he's got to he's got to watch the Super Bowl, got to rep the Eagles, which yep. we wouldn't do that anyway. But totally Thank understandable you. there. Plus, we, did, we didn't want to be a threat to the Super Bowl's viewership. You know, we don't want to make people have to choose between watching Angelica coverage or the Super Bowl. We do need to that share was, the that's, that's good of you guys. That's really nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I know so that makes So that, that makes sense about uh, Christina's pick for you, Dave. But I would like to know, and you granted you only had two options, but I'm sure Ayla would like to know, why did you pick Sarah over her? <laughs> I knew I could say Sarah's name correctly, and I wasn't sure. I didn't want Ayla to get mad at me for mispronouncing her name. <laughs> and, and to be honest, guys, once we saw how it was going to work, it didn't matter who I picked. All the girls were coming over, so really, who it didn't matter who you picked, really. Oh, it mattered right. to me. <laughs> were you upset you got picked last? Would you have been? Nah, I wouldn't have cared. No <laughs> way. I don't believe you for a second. I thought we were being honest, Dave. I'm the oldest guy out here. I mean, come on. I'm used, I'm used to being targeted. You know, I bring my walker. You know how it is. I think people, <laughs> I think people granted you more respect. Um, so, yeah, I, I kind of wish that people had thought of me. I didn't have to be the best one out there because I know that's not true. But I, I, I'm an athlete. So it was kind of crappy to be picked last there. But I know, I know I saw Andrew whispering to you something like, pick Sarah, not Ayla. But then he denied it. I, I, I have no memory of that. Mm. <laughs> I will I say later, and Andrew was a big fan of yours, Ayla. I love so, Andrew. Yeah. We, we like that initial thing where I maybe misread his lips, but um, he was like an amazing person to get to know. Well, and he, yeah. He's he's the man. Yeah, he he and I talk he he and I talk about you a good bit. He's a massive fan of yours. Oh, I'm a huge fan of him too. Um, I like I wanted I wanted to go to the end with Andrew. Um, he's such a fan. He didn't pick you first when he had the overall first pick. <laughs> well, he didn't know me then. I think he only became a fan of mine once we got to talk to each other. He, he, that, that's I was just what he naturally. Said. Yeah. He Naturally. said he went into your conversation like antagonized by you, like I want to vote her off. And I, he goes, I came out of it. And she was one of my biggest allies. Yeah. That's how I felt too. I'll tell you guys a funny story about Andrew. So Please. this was the this was the first this was the first game where I was recognized by someone who I didn't know before from a previous game I had played. So we were, you know, we lost the first challenge and we're all walking down the road like, oh shit, we're gonna have to vote someone off. And Andrew comes up to me and he goes. You're Daddy Dave. I'm like, oh, that, that was my. I became Daddy Dave. That was my nickname in Survivor Philly. I was Zaddy or Daddy Dave. Um, so I'm like, okay, you're my ally. So he and I became ride or dies right at that minute because I didn't want him to burn me to. You love being him. called Zaddy. I didn't know what it meant. I, I thought I thought they were making fun of me. I didn't know what that meant until after. <laughs> Did, did did that come from Survivor Philly or did Andrew just make that up? No, that came from Survivor Philly. That was my nickname okay. pretty much after the mat at Survivor Philly. Okay. Well, Dave's always looking out for everybody. Like we we said it in that chat. Like when I got, I mean, 
eventually when I got voted out, he helped me, you know, with getting food, walked with the the truck t- with me in the heat. Like he he was always looking out for everything. Although we're not spoiling anything. I don't remember who got voted out after this episode. <laughs> Nathan, did you have a question a second ago? I do. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I was curious, like you all I guess you were anticipating a swap, but were you happy to learn that there was a swap or were you pretty comfortable in the position you were at on your tribe? Dave, you go first. Well, we were screwed. I mean, numbers wise, do a swap or don't do a swap unless something happens in the swap where we're up in the numbers, we were dead in the water and that's what happened. But I was, I felt very comfortable with my tribe. I was, Alyssa and I were incredibly tight. Andrew and I were incredibly tight. I don't think those bonds would have broken. I think we would have probably dictated who went home next, but the swap was fine too. You know, we were dead in the water when that happened, when we saw Chaz was with us, but what can we do? So the way that I look at it now is from hindsight perspective. So I'm going to try not to think about that, but I know how the swap ended up affecting my abilities in the game and the way that that went down but just thinking about it from when i was there and when the swap happened i was very happy to be with sarah and christina because they were the people i trusted the most i do think i would vouch for the fact of actually doing a schoolyard pick rather than having to trade genders um because then i just automatically the guys on my tribe had a numbers advantage and we were in a situation that ended up working out um, but it may not have. Um, so I was glad to be with them. I was, I knew we weren't going to win as much like automatically. Um, just whatever tribe Tori's not on and, um, <laughs> that was going to lose. But I mean, I don't think that I was in an amazing position on other tribe too. So I think what I felt was neutral. Like I, either way I had some work to do to get into a solid position. So I don't think that it mattered whether it was staying or swapping. If you all did go to another tribal council, did you feel comfortable with that? Or would you have been nervous? Without a swap, you mean? Yeah, without a swap. I I was not feeling nervous if we had stayed together and gone to another tribal council, no. I think, so the people on my tribe mostly were... I mean, there was some conflicting personalities, I guess. Some people felt like they weren't getting along with Sarah, I guess. So I I knew that she was higher on the pecking order, but that if, I mean, if she, you know, had an advantage or something, I would be probably the split vote. Christina had that in with the guys and Teresa had gone. So we lost a number. So I think that I would have been okay had we gone to tribal again, but there was no guarantee. I certainly wasn't in a safe position. Well, we do have the swap, and obviously there is, there's a lot to talk about with the vote. But first, we have, Nathan, we have the return of a challenge you and I are quite fond of. Oh, gosh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, the backstory, Nathan and I have done the challenge together. We've never won it. Our tribe lost, and we did it. But the funny thing is we actually both really like it as viewers. And the way I describe it is, I don't know how, Ayla, you... Uh, you and Dave feel, but I feel like this challenge is, at least for my, in my opinion, when I played it, I enjoy it as a viewer, but, but it's so different playing it as like an actual 
player. You know, it's one of those challenges with the biggest, like, difference of opinion change. Like, once I got to actually play it. Like, it was... It's not easy, but uh, I want to ask you guys. Obviously, it doesn't go as well for y'all's tribe. So, did you guys have any kind of strategy going into this particular challenge, or did you just jump in and hope for the best? We did. We we talked. I'm not saying that it was executed perfectly, obviously, but um, we did. It was that you know everyone was holding the rope tight when they weren't going, and then the person that wasn't was kind of letting go of it and and walking. Um, the problem was we weren't keeping it level. Not everyone wasn't pulling the same extent they were supposed to. Um, I think it's just a matter of just meeting and not being in total sync. But, I don't know. What do you think, Dave? I think it's exactly, you look at the video, their tribe, the, the ropes were pulled taut all at the same level. And ours, people were kind of just holding it down and not pulling hard at all when that happens and plus they have Superman Tory, you know, they're going to win. And that's exactly what happened. Well, I would say Dan at the end that he had ice water in his veins where Dan, if you're listening, dude, that was sick. Yeah. And just the fact that the guys, um, all four of them um, on that tribe, they just already had gelled with each other, already had a system. We had done multiple challenges together, but I also think like, I love Andrew. We all love Andrew. Um, but he was either pulling too hard or not pulling hard enough. And then overall, I mean, none of us were perfect, but he's really good at most of the challenges. That challenge was just not his challenge. But Ayla, did you see his arms? His arms are bigger than my legs. He puts on a little bit of tension. He just like, he pulls all six of us across the field. I mean, it's not <laughs> that's what was happening. And that's not his fault. I don't think he meant to do it, but yeah, you're right. <laughs> His muscles are probably stronger than both of our legs. And I don't know if you guys noticed this. In the background of that challenge, you can see Shayna, but you can see Chrissy sitting there at Ponderosa in the background. I think she was drinking, what is it, um, high noons. She had, she had like double fisting high noons in the background. <laughs> I actually was a little bit curious about how this challenge worked. Early on, you had like two filler blocks like blank uh, blocks that you put on there. Could you have added those at any point or did those have to be some of the first few blocks? They had to be the first two. Okay, that okay. makes sense. So it essentially just made it, it made it to where it was more blocks you had to stack. And I love this challenge, watching it on TV. I've seen it in other seasons and games. I've never actually played it before. I, I helped produce a game in Brooklyn and we haven't used this, but this is a great challenge. It's not a fun challenge to do when you drop it like we did all the time. I That's like what I'm that. saying. It's great to watch, and it's 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 incredible to watch as a viewer, but not fun to participate in. <laughs> no, like, I actually really enjoyed it. I know that we didn't do that well, but I did like it. And just talking about not just the challenge, but everything makes me, like, want to see that group of people again. It was such a great group of people and crew and such a fun game. I liked every challenge that we did. One thing that uh, before we jump to the next episode is, and we hear um, you, Ayla, uh, Sarah, and Christina talk about a lot, is you notice that that somebody got something in their buffs, you know, a clue of sorts, something along those lines. Did you did you ever? And we learn as viewers later that uh, Andrew is the one who ended up getting it. He reveals in the voting booth. Did you got? Did y'all ever learn? Uh, from Andrew that he's the one got it during this episode or did he keep that secret to himself? 
I am pretty sure that Andrew didn't tell Christina or Sarah, but that he told me not that like during that episode, but later on that he was the one that had gotten it like just in one of our conversations. And I think it, at that point it was a moot point, but he didn't tell me when he got it, but he told me later. Okay. I, I heard right away. I knew. Well, uh, that... that was my next question. Cause I knew I, we, we see as viewers, y'all are close Dave. So I didn't know if he had revealed it to you. What it, and it's funny. It was the same clue that Alyssa got about the, the flowers and this, and you know, I'm not going to spoil an upcoming episode, but it does play pay dividends down the road for people that are keeping track. Let's see. I think that's all for six uh, A. Nathan, was there any was there anything else we missed from six A before we get into six B? I I would just be curious because we've had relatively very little idol talk so far. How much time do you think y'all spent looking for that idol? Because it seems like no one has had any luck at all so far. I feel like Dave probably spent more time looking for it than I did. Um, I don't know. Like, I know that people were looking for it. it. I was always alert looking for it or, like, had my eyes out. But to be honest, I am somebody who eats every two hours. And out there... <laughs> I was dying. I don't have a lot like <laughs> I, I remember have little that. arms. I don't have a lot of reserves. So my I was just trying to focus on making friends with people and doing challenges and not passing out. So I, I, I remember wish you said I, I you said I get cranky if I don't eat a lot, so don't be offended. I haven't eaten in a while. <laughs> and talking about idols, our tribe looked a lot. We did like community looks. This episode we we're looking. I probably spent a total of an hour and a half, two hours looking for advantages. And there's more coming. We actually, we have a question for Dave from Mark, actually. Oh, no. Uh, Dave, when you saw the new Anka tribe, who did you feel was your biggest threat? Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> that's a tough one because the guys on the Anka tribe were really, really strong. Well, first off, you know, Alyssa's always a threat in everything, so she's great. But I was scared. <laughs> um, Tori was a monster. That dude, he was made... He, He's a social threat. He is probably the best physical threat out there. The dude was amazing. Um, however, who was it? Um, Justin. 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 Justin scared the crap out of me. I mean, I'll be honest. He's he's a legend in these live games. He produces them. He's won multiple games. I knew that going in. He didn't know who I was, which is good, I don't think. He's won um, five, I think. He's what? I think he's won five. Well, I said, oh oh, I heard you won a game, and he, after the game was over, and he corrected me and said, I've won two. So maybe oh, he's won sorry. more than that since then. I don't know. But no, it's two. I don't know why I thought five. It is two. I'm remembering that right now. But he, he's a threat to win any game he's in. So Yeah. He's so um, aware, has a way with people, just like the kind of person that commands respect and has that charisma too. So, you know, like – in real life, being good at Survivor is not a skill, but that's something like he could put on his resume. I would say this. In my first <laughs> live game when I played up in Maine, I w it felt like I was underwater. Everything was going super fast. I wasn't yeah. picking things up. Once you play, after your first game, at least for me, things slow down. You can, okay, I'm picking things up. I can pick up social cues. He's, you know, Justin's played how many times? It must be going in slow motion for him. You know, I, I'm jealous. 
Yeah, where I was literally in survival mode. Just like, I want to do as well as I can. And yeah, I think it would be fun because it was my first game. I think it would be fun to play another one and have a little bit more experience. Yeah, I was in sensory overload my first game. I was overwhelmed. I'll admit it. Yes. You both bring up a good point that I, and I fully agree. Uh, You know, my first game to my second was completely different. You know, the first time around, I think a lot of people, not everybody, but a lot of people find they really are enjoying the experience. You know, they don't want to do anything that could jeopardize going home early because this is cool. You're meeting all these uh, really cool people. Then the second time around, you're like, all right, I already know what to expect. I know that I need to play faster, you know, I can't be too timid, that sort of thing. So yeah. it, it definitely is an advantage uh, coming back the second time, whatever game it is, compared to the first. Yeah, I agree the with that. The second time, it's like the, it's like the Kung Fu Panda line of, like, enough talk, let's fight. Like, just a lot more straightforward <laughs> with people. Like, yeah. Let's, you, let's you, get the BS here. Like, let's just make an alliance. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, for you know, if this was your first game, you played an impressive first game because you were not shy about, you know, coming up with trying schemes and like being tricky much better than I did my first game. So you're way ahead of it. You darn Canadian. Well, I'm flattered <laughs> by that. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I was going to say that I felt like I did, like I wanted to fit in. I didn't want to be that person that was socializing too much, but then people were making alliances within 30 seconds of arriving there. So I do feel like I could have gone quicker. But once we got into the swap tribe, I was I was a little bit more confident, for sure. Yeah, the one phrase I felt after the first game, I was comfortable going up to people and saying, hey, are you up for working together? I was petrified to do that in the first game because mm-hmm. if they said no, it would destroy me. But Aww. yeah. Yeah, in that first game, it's like you're almost too scared to utter those words. I, that's how I felt. I, like, I would, and I would, have conversations that lasted 10 minutes when they could last five seconds. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you know, I like you. I'm going to go talk to that person, but we're good. Right. It's just second time around, cut all that out. Just get yep. straight to the point. <laughs> we good go. Yeah. Yep. I guess it, we're, let's work together. <laughs> this was Andrew's first game. And I would say he, I, I would have looked back and said he was a veteran because he, he picked up on that things to be seen to moving slow for him. You know, he could pick up on everything and, he didn't feel the need to have a half hour discussion. It's like, are you good? Yes, I'm good too. Yeah. Let's go. Do, you do this. I'll do that. Go. And we just, he was. Yeah, like let's be concise. He was yes. concise. Yep. And like that was the funny, like for me, um, I, I was very, I don't know if it was the adrenaline or like the lack of food and sleep, but I remember when you say, oh, you weren't afraid to like be tricky or whatever. I remember saying to you like almost right away. I heard you through my name. Like, what's up with that? Like, let's let's change it to somebody else. Something like that. Because I just, I, I just didn't want to get votes. But I think that, um, I, I think that was ballsy. But when with the first few tribals or the first tribal I went to, I was just trying to like go with the flow. But at that yeah. point, I was like, I don't want to go out first on this swap tribe. I'm gonna try something. Yeah. Well, the swap tribe. It's a three-three split. Going to tribal council and. You know, this this first vote and and any time that the the tribe numbers are even, it's it's pretty it's pretty awkward because you know, you have to size up who is who's willing to give a person up, you know, who's willing to work together, who's willing to jump sit, but more often than not, you're expecting to go to rocks, even if you hey, really Parker, don't want to. The, yeah. Episode six A, we were watching it as a cast, it just faded to black. 
We were so pissed. <laughs> yeah, you guys, I don't know if you know, Kurt, Kurt Klein's the guy who edits all these. He played in previous seasons. We were, you know, making memes of him. We were all pissed at Kurt, you know, friendly, pissed at Kurt. What are you doing? But He's a darn tease. We, were is, supposed, tease. we planned to say mean things about him today. So Exactly. So, Kurt, we got you. Yeah. Please, sorry. <laughs> I guess you weren't aware that this would be a part two at first. <laughs> we no, we knew it would be part two. We just didn't yeah. know it would be only 20 minutes. Like, what? We didn't oh. good. <laughs> you didn't think it would cut after the challenge no, no. Like that. that's the thing with angelica though like the episodes they just end like there is no warning beforehand just fade to black you're like oh shoot okay we're done yeah but they are throwing in the as you guys say the marvel post credit scenes they're, they're good yeah. yeah yeah the end of uh 6b it, ha it has my favorite way to the end of the episode we get a voice clip of ray's laugh which you know even though he's been eliminated we hear ray ray's laughter in certain shots and what better I way to the episode than Ray's laugh? Like, Who I did? gave you a screenshot of, like, or, like, right after the season ended, during the season, I literally said when we were out there, please put Ray's laugh in the ending credits. And I probably wasn't the only one who said that. There were probably other people who did, too. So I'm glad. Like, I think that that's another thing that makes Angelica special, or Angelica, sorry, um, is that they actually take the suggestions of the people playing the game, and they become part of the community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. little touches yeah. you can add to make it better, you know. And guys, I have to say, I don't know if you guys ever played Dungeons and Dragons growing up or anything like that. Ray had maximum charisma. You know, if you ever played D and D, his character—he's an eighteen on charisma. He's the man. Just an automatic social threat. Like you can't help but like him, and that's something that not everyone has. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah going to the um the swap tribe, like so when we went to tribal, you said there's a three-three split. We were lucky that Andrew and David already voted out Chaz. Um, like there there was clearly friction there. So I mean, he they could have won that round easily with Chaz's advantages, but they were so disconnected that they those other two didn't even know he had the extra vote. Yeah, he didn't tell anyone. He didn't yeah, we had, we knew he had to have something, but we didn't know what it was. Like he yeah. wanted to work with us because he didn't trust Andrew and Dave after they'd left him out of the recent vote, which was fair. Um, so honestly, we got very lucky with that scenario. But he didn't tell you guys about his extra vote either, right? No, he didn't. And that yeah. is the one like move that I did in that game, well, along with Sarah and Christina. Like when we were talking about what we were going to do, we could have just voted Chaz um, because Andrew said he wanted to vote Chaz. But we wanted to do a three, two, one because we didn't want to lose Andrew. He was going to be an asset in challenges and Chaz was being so nice and genuine and it was a strategic play, but it felt really shitty. Like I, <laughs> I, I know he's like a, a very relaxed guy and like he, he's not going to be crying about it, but I still felt so bad. Like it was dirty. It was a dirty play. Can I ask about, uh, Dave, we hear very quickly from you, and I, I, I buy it, that is that you are willing to go to rocks. You know, it just makes sense. Your original tribe is down the numbers. Ayla, ultimately, were you willing to go to rocks in this particular vote? Yeah. So I played, like, I know it's different with live games, but I played online games, and it's always better to go to rocks. And, and like, we're all playing to win the game. There's 
why would you, you know, put yourself in a disadvantageous position? Like it's, it's one of those where if maybe the other people are too scared to go to rocks, then you have the upper hand. So I was like a hundred percent, I'm going to rocks. And I know Christina was too. I think Sarah was too. She just wanted to make sure that she wasn't the one getting votes. (laughs) (laughs) And Dave, we see you have a conversation with Chaz uh, in the episode and you know, you're doing what you need to do. Hey, Let's let's vote together. We'd be silly to mess this up. You know, we already don't have the numbers overall. Seems like the conversation goes well, but I want to ask you just deep down, did you really buy that Chaz was going to stick with y'all or did you not know with him? Um, aside from my conversation with Andrew and Christina, I didn't believe a single thing that was told to me by anyone else in the whole episode. No, I, I could tell from Chaz's body language he was saying the words, but no, I didn't believe him one bit. Yeah, I mean, we were lying to you, Dave, to be fair. Like, that was the one thing that, like, I that I was pushing and Christina was pushing was we want to make sure that they don't know who we're voting. Like, we have to sell one person and vote it the other way because they most definitely someone has an advantage, like, especially Chaz coming back. So, yeah, we did lie to you, which, I mean, it's not a great way to start a connection, but we wanted to win that round. That was the most important Well, Ayla, I'll tell you something. They didn't catch it on camera, but Christina and I had a conversation kind of before all that, she's like, look, the girls aren't going to split. I said, me and Andrew aren't going to split. And she goes, look, they're going to, Ayla or Sarah is going to come to you with some BS stuff. It's all BS. They're not going to, they're not changing their vote. So I I knew going in. I mean, well, I didn't actually BS you on that at all. That was, oh, I know it was Sarah. Yeah. I told you for a fact, I'm not (laughs) splitting for the girls. Like I'm like, I'm not going to unnecessarily lie. Um, But yeah. I, I said did, we did, were you, did you notice after Sarah said, oh, yeah, yeah I'm going to flip. And then I said, how, how do you spell your name, Sarah? <laughs> I, knew I she thought was you lying. were asking how to spell my name. No. Oh, yeah. Like what Andrew told me was that you wanted me and he wanted Christina and you compromised on Sarah. But also yeah. like me and Christina were trying to be loyal to our three and like say not throw any of each other under the bus. But then she or she is saying, I'll vote Ayla so that you guys are both self-preservation method. I was like, oh, why is she yeah, doing yeah. this? Now my name's out there. Yeah, but I mean, you, you were not at risk, though. I mean, no one was. I know it's not fun to get votes, but it was just a question of, is it Chaz, me, or Andrew going home? So. Yeah. No, but I didn't know that at the point. Um, I Like, yeah. I thought, based on the way that you guys were interacting, but um, I just didn't, you never want your name out there. Um, and I know she said that she was going to try and like tell you that she was really annoyed by me, which I mean, could be true. I don't think that I was my best self out there, but um, I think it was just to get my name out there. So it wasn't hers. Maybe. Does your best self eat uh, once every two hours? Yes. Okay. <laughs> just make it sure. Ayla, would you have been willing to so willing to go to rocks if you had a different amalgamation of uh, people on your swap, or was it just this specific group of people that made you want? No, to go I would rocks? have done it for sure, um, because then I would have been in the minority, and I'd rather give myself a chance to win the game than to be, you know, someone's goat. Like I know I still could have had a chance, but. I just also think that that's a, a pussy move, I guess is the best way to put it, to um, not stick to, not stick with rocks and to be the one that caves. And then the rest of your, it's like letting down the team. And I'm a, I play sports, so I don't want to be that person. One thing that I really liked about just how this, from a viewer's standpoint, came about was 
Chaz getting the votes really is kind of a viewer blindside because we don't see those conversations come up from, from the viewer perspective. And then the first time we see Chad is even an option is in the voting booth when his name is being written down. I was watching like, oh my gosh, is this a last bit thing? So Ayla, can you just walk us through, was this a very last minute switch or was Chad always the option? Um, so no, um, th- there at first there was talk of Andrew because he was a part of why we lost the challenge though it was a team effort and then there was dave because dave was being probably the more strategic one um and then there was chaz because that's who andrew was saying he wanted out and we're like maybe we just do the easy vote so we were talking through all of the options i believe they actually in this i mean i could be wrong but the way i'm remembering it is that the other two kind of wanted andrew more then I had an amazing conversation with Andrew and I did not want him to go. And I know Christina wasn't like set. She was very open to something. So I was like, I think I didn't say, I think I could work with Andrew long-term, which I did feel at that point. It was like, we just connected instantly. I just was like, I think he would be good for us in challenges because he's clearly very physical. So the, the goal was to make them think that it was, um, that it was Andrew and then we vote Chaz. And the other half of this plan is obviously telling Chaz the vote is Andrew and hoping that he sticks to that. Where did that where, where did that part of the plan come from? And did you actually think Chaz was willing to do that? Yes, I did. Um, I mean, I knew that it could be he could be lying. But the overall feeling was that Andrew and Chaz had absolutely no trust in each other, that Dave and Andrew were tight. And that Dave was trying to keep the three of them together desperately, but that those two were butting heads. That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> and Dave, you're so and throughout the, all of this, Dave, you're I, I'm assuming obviously not aware that Chaz is trying to have an ulterior motive to uh, vote out Andrew. Well, I, I was pretty. I was ninety nine point nine percent sure Chaz wasn't sticking with me and Andrew. So okay. was he going to vote for me or Andrew? And <laughs> at that point, it didn't matter because pick one of us off. You know, the next other one would be the next target. So, yeah, my goal was to try to get rid of one of the girls, preferably Sarah. If it can't be that, it was protect me and Andrew. If it can't be that, then it's protect me. But yeah, yeah. and, and we talk- even you had that connection so christina would not have wanted it to be you so she's really good at like saying to us oh yeah like i'll consider dave but um i never thought she like it was she was between andrew and chaz and i think sarah more so wanted andrew but in the end chaz going i think was the best just because um i don't know for me it was the best i i don't know about everyone else just because i wanted i wanted to work with andrew yeah, I'm surprised he didn't play his extra vote, regardless. Whatever side he picked, I'm surprised he didn't play it just to protect himself. But you guys must have snowed him pretty good. I mean, we were, I mean, I don't know. He seems like not the type to be fed BS, but we were definitely trying to put on our. You, you broke out there. Sorry, um, I said that. Um, I, I, Chaz seems like the type he wasn't born yesterday. Like he's not going to be fed BS, but, um, we were definitely trying our best to put on a performance. So that was, it it must, it must've worked. They, they didn't show it. I cut out again. No, you're, you're good. Um, 
during the episode, they didn't show it. Actually, they were kind of following Andrew and me around. If we were looking for idols at one point, you guys gave me about 15 feet and I reached down and grabbed a rock and stuffed it in my pocket and ran away. <laughs> hoping you would all think it was an idol. And I kept it in my pocket, really. It was all bulgy in my pocket. Now that I did went... not make, that Sorry. did not make the cut, but uh, I do want to ask uh, one thing that did make the cut, Nathan, as someone who has a background in film, how did you feel when Dave lick, licked the boom mic? Uh, that was beautiful. It was magnificent. <laughs> that is that is what boom mics were made for. Like that. I thought of you, Nathan. I, I did it. I said, I bet Nathan will appreciate this. So I, just... <laughs> I, I think, I think the up. rock thing that where you picked up the rock was the next episode. Um, I uh, no. Well, in the next episode, I was trying to do it again, but yeah. Uh, but yeah, I also did it in this episode, hoping you guys would, it would divert some, maybe we'll not vote Dave just in case. I think, I think we heard Christina talk about uh, the rock in your, the rock uh, in your pocket uh, for, in her voting confessional, if I'm not mistaken, in this episode. So yeah, yeah. Some, somebody brought too. it up. So we didn't get to see you actually do it, but it, it was at least talked about in the voting booth. Gotcha. Let's see. Uh, so... Let's see. Did, so did y'all feel like, uh, was there anything else at Tribal Council specifically that uh, wasn't shown that you guys were surprised about, or did they cover Tribal Council pretty well? I, I think they got most of it, yeah. yeah I mean, there wasn't did. a lot going. They, there wasn't that much discussion at the Tribal itself, I don't think, because they have so much to get done in that one day that... Yeah, it, the, that tribal was pretty darn quick. Um, yeah. yeah, he just he zipped through it because we weren't giving him too much. We were just <laughs> all so antsy. We just wanted to get to the vote. Yeah. I can remember my cheeks, the inside of my cheeks hurt from biting them because I was so stressed. <laughs> Isn't it horrible? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, it's just a game. It's not life or death. But my I, my body didn't know that. Yeah, and we, and we pay money to go do this and be away from our friends and family. Aren't we smart? Yeah, and camp yeah. with strangers who yeah, you exactly. don't know. <laughs> I mean, I made, like, I didn't properly arrange it with um, my phone company for me to go into the U.S. I thought I did, but there was a miscommunication. So they canceled my cell coverage and my data. Um, oh, God. And so then I had to get back six hours from New York to Canada with no directions on my phone. And no, no one to call. So I had to just keep stopping into different like gas stations and asking for help. Um, I was able to call my dad before my cell coverage cut out and he helped me find some way. But, you know. Ayla, I must admit, I, I, you talked about, you know, being antsy, wanting to get to the vote and being stressed about what's going to happen. Is it going to work out? I feel like you kind of got rid of some of that stress in your voting confessional. <laughs> you had some choice words for the people on your tribe. <laughs> Yeah, but like the, um, that was my feeling um, of what was happening. But I also signed up for this game knowing that people are going to use whatever they can to vote for people. Like that's not offensive to me. They have every right to play with who they want to play. Um, but I was definitely like annoyed that. Um, and I think I thought because Christina was, you know, closer in age with them, that that was why she wasn't getting targeted. But I also think it's because, you know, she had the connection with Justin and like I tried to interact socially with them, but they probably just connected better with 
with Christina. And that's a, that's a testament to her. But in the moment I was like, oh, it's ageism. But I know it probably wasn't actually ageism. For the record, I thought it was great. Uh, <laughs> There's a lot funny. more where that came from. <laughs> yes. You, you needed the Snickers. <laughs> I if, did. You're not you when you're hungry. Yeah, exactly. if, if there's one I mean, thing that Nathan and I agree on that's missing from like modern Survivor is we, we just kind of missed when people just fought each other and had snarky things to say in the voting booth. Uh, I think that's missing. And uh, so that, that gave me a little bit of a taste of what used to be in the older uh, seasons of Survivor. Yeah, well, I, I didn't have a filter out there. I'm like, I'm here to have fun. Like, I'm not going to comment <laughs> on someone's physical appearance or something like dirty like that. But um I'm going to say what I think about them in the context of the game. And I, I know say, they did about me too. They did not get my a snarky comment I made about Sarah. Sorry, Sarah. Andrew and I were talking and I told him, hey, I, Sarah has a tell when she's lying. He's like, what is it? Her lips are moving. Yeah, her whole routine of like Ayla's just up my butt or whatever, me and Christina automatically knew that that wasn't going to work. Like you were going to know, like no. you were not born yesterday. But um, I, I love game theory. I, I play the, when I play these games, I like to say, okay, I'm Sarah or I'm Ayla. What is my best interest? It was for you girls, it was in your best interest to stick together. Mm -hmm. No one was going to flip. There was no reason to do it. So playing that didn't work. Yeah. I don't blame Sarah at all for like doing what she needed to do for self-preservation, but um, I don't think it worked on you. <laughs> and this is, this is kind of going back, uh, but you both bring up a good point is I just want to ask, because in these situations where it's, you know, the numbers are even having conversations with members of the opposite Alliance is awkward. <laughs> let's, let's just put it that way. You know, you're, you're talking in circles, trying to do all these things, knowing it's more than likely not going to work. I just want to ask both of you, what was your initial strategy upon trying to have these conversations with the members of the opposite alliance? Mine was to be honest where I could be to show, um, to try and show that I am somebody that is loyal and trustworthy and not going to screw you over for no reason. Like maybe we could work together long-term, but I want to be here and just try to connect with people on a personal level. Like I was trying to connect with Chaz over, the garbage can having bugs because we were both dealing with the bugs, but it wasn't a garbage can. Propane. <laughs> and what about me, you, Dave? For me, similar. I was trying to figure out if, if there was any potential crack, but there, there was not going to be. So, you know, mostly. I would have gone with those three all the way if I could have. Totally. And yeah. And for me, it was chatting with Christina because Christina and I are like, if we can get through this, we can work together. But she's like, I can't burn my game down to save you. I'm like, I wouldn't want you to either. You know, that's, you know, not in your best interest either. And you can't play the game like that. She's a very logical player. I, I saw her as like an older sister type figure out there. She, she was great to like, as a person, I love, I love Christina. Christina is a force. She is the most strategic yet well-spoken and mm -hmm. always calm. You never see her freaking out, even if she's down She's keep an eye on Christina, you know, in this game and future games. She's awesome. Yeah, she sounds like a yoga instructor out there. She does. Oh. <laughs> and, and, you know, and the reason I asked that is just to get, you know, y'all's perspectives on how to approach these conversations. Because, like, it's hard. Like, neither side really has anything to gain from 
losing one of their own. Again, I mean, depending on who you're actually swapped with, maybe. Maybe you don't trust somebody from your original tribe. But in, in situations like this, I mean, Dave, your original tribe didn't have the numbers. Ayla, these are two people you really wanted to work with. It's it, it's hard. You know, it, if it was a different circumstance with different people, maybe. But I, I think you both played it about as well as you could have given the hands of your doubt. Thank you. I'd just like to point out this episode, especially the, the B part of it, for anyone that's watching these games, this was the prototype of watching people at the 11th hour scrambling to try to make something happen. <laughs> it was, Kurt did just an amazing job of capturing all the moving pieces and the thought processes. Plus, I mean, we haven't even covered it. We heard from the other tribe, like every single person, what's going through their head. That was incredibly interesting, getting a just a picture into what's happening across the across the road in the camp. For sure. I, I love the way that they have like conversations flow into each other. I think that this episode, they did a really good job of showing what needed to be shown because there was so much that they had to sort through. I'm excited to see more of it. Um, sorry, I forget what else I was going to say. No, no uh, I, I was going to ask because uh, it seemed like a very quick turnaround between challenge to travel council about how long would you guys say you had before the travel council to scramble half hour yeah 40 minutes maybe yeah half yeah. hour 40 minutes not a lot it was like hi i'm ayla don't vote me i won't like it <laughs> yeah it's yeah it, it's 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 strange to have those conversations because you don't you you don't have the build-up of getting to know them it's like immediately going from zero to deep strategic talk without anything in the middle it i it's hard to get build trust in those situations with people it really is but you know ayla and andrew you guys clicked like that in like 30 seconds so it can happen you know no it's it's crazy like you don't know that you're gonna go out there and make that kind of a connection and it's like andrew and i haven't seen each other since then but i still feel like if we like if we wanted to go do something together we'd have a great time or like i could trust him you know so it's, it's wild how you make those connections in these situations. Well, I'll tell you something, Ayla. I did, my first game was up in Maine in 2017. We did an overnight. There were six of us on the, It wasn't even an official tribe. We called ourselves the acorns because we slept on acorns in the ground and it killed our backs. I'm, I still stay in touch with two of them almost every day since then. So, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone there was awesome for sure. Um, yeah, and I and you know what I met Nathan in 2016. Look where we are now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's a big like reason to do these games. Um, to you know get charged two hundred dollars in cell phone coverage. Um, like it's yeah, it's worth it. I want to ask that whole like reality TV adage of like I'm not here to make friends. Like yeah, you kind of should be here to make friends. <laughs> At least in these live games, I think that's part of the fun is meeting new people. I just dis I disagree with that. I think the people that do well in these games are the ones that go out there and have the empathy to make friends. Yeah, I mean you, you don't have time, especially in our live games, to make make good friends with everyone. But if you don't build those connections and make the friends, they're not going to take you to the end, and they're not going to vote for you to win. I, I think that's the only way. For the most, you can win in a lot of different ways, but if you make friends in the game, I think that helps you enormously. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, you were going to say something, Parker? Oh, no, no, no. I uh, I was going to ask uh, because, you know, this episode, obviously, 6B was obviously a lot about uh, y'all's tribe, but 
but one thing that Angelica does that I really like, and sometimes even the real show doesn't do this, is that even when, and this is true in the past episodes, is we still get to hear from the winning tribe. You know, we get to hear everybody's thoughts, who are they working with, what do they think is going to happen next, that sort of thing. And I want to ask from y'all's perspective, Ayla, you obviously see the makeup of uh, the new Anka tribe for the four guys from your tribe, plus uh, Alyssa and Ash- Ashley, obviously without spoilers, but just seeing that initial tribe, did you think that the guys would stick together as far as you knew based on just your interactions with them? Or did you think that there was going to be trouble with those four sticking together? So you you see in the first or second episode, Tori saying he wants Justin out. Um, and I, my, one of my first confessionals was observing the fact that those two clashed heads, um, like clash personalities, like it was over pouring balloons or whatever. They're just both like alpha in terms of like, they're both leaders. So um, I knew that those two were not necessarily loyal to each other. Dan and Tori were together. Dan, Tori and Mark were a trio. It was just obvious by the way they interact. Like, and that Justin was considering being with us. But Justin is also such an amazing player and so versatile that he was not going to let himself go home. So I think, of course, he would keep that Boston Rob mentality. We're sticking together, the four of us. Um, I think if they'd gone to tribal, it would have been Ashley or Alyssa. But I also don't think that those four, I didn't, in that moment, didn't think, oh, those four are going to the end. Like, that wasn't my impression. And Dave, on the other on the other end, obviously, your two original tribemates, listen, Ashley, don't have the numbers. So are you thinking right away that they're probably goners? Or are you thinking, well, maybe there's a shot that they can get in there? And again, these are all just your first impressions of the of the new tribe. I actually was I was a bit surprised the other tribe didn't throw the challenge. Does that answer your question? It does. Yeah. <laughs> we, we even see uh, Justin give a confessional where he yeah. says he contemplated it and Part of why he did it was he saw Alyssa uh, get yep. the clue uh, from her buff. So uh, that mu- ironic that might have saved Alyssa. Who knows? Uh, that happened to happen. Maybe he still would have thrown had he not seen it. Who knows? Yeah. But that that does answer my question. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so let's see. Hey, back to the vote for a second. Yes. This reminds me of um, who? Oh, shoot, who was it? Tyson. Tyson, when he voted himself out, Chaz did the same thing. Chaz kind of voted himself out of the game. Yeah, it, it, it's unfortunate because you know we see the votes. You know, Jason's doing a great job; he's ringing them one after another, and then Chaz is unfortunately out. And had he uh, voted with uh, Dave, you and Andrew for uh, Sarah, he at the very least it would have gone to a tie, and then I assume. You know, Andrew, you and or Dave, you and Andrew would have probably still kept him on the revote. Uh, I assume Ayla and Christina would have done the same thing. So it's a lot to think about. Uh, you know what? Uh, it, it, it's it's a hard way to go out. You alluded to it earlier, Ayla, how you felt bad because that's just you know Chaz has already been voted out once. He's getting voted out again, and he's unfortunately having a part in getting voted out because he's trusting y'all. So I imagine that was just in an emotional sense, a tough exit to watch, knowing you that uh, Chaz had been tricked in a sense. Yeah, I felt evil. Um, and Chaz, <laughs> Chaz was nothing but nice and untruthful with us. It was just, I don't know, a selfish play on my part wanting to keep Andrew. And I don't know about Christina and Sarah, about like how they felt about, I don't remember anymore. But I know for me, it was that, it was being selfish. 
Let's see. And then, so as we wrap it up, Chaz, unfortunately, ends his time uh, in Angelica. Tough season for Chaz, but it was not. I, I personally enjoyed following along with him. I, I enjoyed his confessionals. He was funny. Nathan, what, what did you think about Chaz this season? It was a wild ride uh, <laughs> from not being on the cast to being on the cast to volunteering to go home to winning the battle back challenge when some people thought he was throwing it to like oh, being I, blindsided. I think, he, I think he was trying to throw it. <laughs> <laughs> but at some point he's like, okay, I guess I got it. <laughs> oh my gosh, poor Chrissy during that. Oh, we felt so bad for Chr- Chrissy. We love you. Yeah. I wanted to work with you the whole way. It looked so hard. I'm I'm sure any of us would have struggled with that. Um, that that was the funniest disconnect. Just again, as a viewer, hearing confessionals and in the podcast uh, we did last week was yeah, we think Chaz might have actually been trying to throw it. <laughs> and as viewers, we don't see that at all. We just see Chaz trying to win. So that that was just the funniest thing to hear as a viewer. Like, so Chaz threw it, but he still won. <laughs> so that that was funny to hear. You know what the worst part about watching so far for me has been, though, is, like, seeing all of our hairs, especially my hair, like, knowing, like, how bad it looks, like, on camera um, versus, like, I don't know, when you're out there, you're like, I know it's bad, but it's not that bad. Like, I I just want to apologize for everyone having to look at my hair. Yeah, I want to apologize to everyone about my hair, too. Yeah. Well, Ayla, I must admit, I, I, I'm glad you apologized about that because that was 10, your hair was 10 times more offensive than your age comment, I must say. I agree. I agree. <laughs> Bad. So, the, so let's, so, uh, what, sorry, I apologize. One more thing that I did want to talk about is, uh, not that this is the first episode where this has happened, but the more we go along, the keys, we're learning that people can have multiple keys, you know, assuming people can have as many keys as they possibly can. Uh, Ayla, like you said earlier, uh, you're the first person from your original tribe that we've gotten to talk to on this podcast. Uh, can I ask you, how much of the topic of conversation on your original tribe were the keys? I think we talked about fried chicken more, but um, <laughs> I, they were mentioned. Everyone had little theories. That's yeah, we just, uh, I thought that it was just that they would add up to open something. Um, like it, we'd seen on the show, other people had different theories. But to be honest, it wasn't talked about that often. Would you have been more excited to receive a key or a piece of fried chicken? Fried chicken. <laughs> yeah, that's a correct <laughs> answer. But like other people might not have been. I was just so driven by my hunger. Like you will, um, actually, no, I can't spoil that. I'm just <laughs> I have a question. Nathan and Parker, no one's told you what the keys are. Do you have a prediction on what they are? Hmm. I th- Good question. I, th- I think it, I forget who exactly it was. Uh, we did a podcast earlier on, but they said that they theorized early on. My personal prediction, if I had to guess right now, is it's kind of like uh you there's an advantage later on and the more keys you have the higher percent chance you have of winning that advantage yeah it's kind of like a draw that's what i was gonna get i was gonna assume it it would come to some sort of betting mechanic potentially and you know as you get voted off you give players your keys that awards social game and then you know you get to use the keys uh in a sense to benefit yourself so that that would be my guess as well 
my guess was at the merge, there'd be a box in front of Jason and you, you had, if you wanted to use it, you could give up your vote and go up and try to, you know, use the oh, keys. And, oh yeah. And there might the right be something key. in it or might not be something in it. Who knows? Okay. We, we will see. I'm going to, I like that. Actually. I want to use that. That sounds cool. <laughs> oh, you have to step off Ayla. Yeah. If there's anything else you want to know, um, I can talk about it, but uh... no, no. Uh, like I said, that was the end of uh, what I had written down. Uh, Nathan, was there anything else from 6B that uh, we missed? No, I think we're probably good to wrap up here, honestly. Yeah, uh, the only thing left I was going to ask was, was and you guys have done great, uh, giving us all the behind-the-scenes details. Really appreciate it. I was going to open it up to the floor one more time. If there was anything else y'all wanted to talk about that we didn't get to see from these two episodes... Not that I can think of, but um, I'm going to head out now if you, if you want to talk about that with Dave. Uh, thank you for having me. Enjoy the Have a good night. Okay, yes, holiday. thank you for joining us. Have a good one. Thanks. I would just, I would throw out that anyone that's watching this, apply to Angelica. Um, I played these games. Other people have played lots of games. Angelica is kind of something special. Um, Jason and his production team, it's a well-run, almost like a family atmosphere out there. They know each other so well. They're finishing finishing each other's sentences. And they make the game fun for the players. It's a high-stress game. All these games are. They do a really good job of making jokes and kind of lowering the tension between rounds without affecting the game. Just it's run with integrity, high production value, great episodes. Anyone watching this, apply to this game. It's worth it. You'll be happy you did. I was honored yeah. to be part of it. That's one thing I really like about live games, especially ones that you can watch from a YouTube format, is normally you get a real sense of charm from each one of them. Both from the like low budget, obviously, but also you can tell the production behind the scenes, like their personalities and all of that. And Angelica, I think you put it very well, very much like a fam family kind of atmosphere to it, a warmth to it. Yeah, and that Jason, the host, is is great. I mean, he, I'd be surprised if we don't see him on the actual Survivor someday. He's he's that charismatic and engaging. And and that's one thing we've talked about uh, when we covered it last uh, last season is Jason just especially and you see it a lot on the tribal councils, but just even in like you know chatting with y'all on camera, just uh, in explaining challenges, but especially in the tribal councils, he just has a way of disarming people. And like just making them feel comfortable, you know, he can crack jokes, you know, he doesn't, he's not an intimidating figure at all. He's a very likable guy. And it, it trial, and I bring up trial counsel because it's hard. People are trying to keep their cards close. They don't want to give anything away. And he's just able to get things out. He's just able to get people to speak their truth. And uh, that's a really hard thing to do. And that's just a testament to how good of a job Jason does. So you're absolutely right on that, Dave. And the last thing I'll say is when, I mean, personally, when I play these games, you find out, you know, five, six months ahead of time beforehand. I, I'm a freak. This is pretty much my only hobby. I have two teenage kids. I don't have a lot of time. So live games are the one thing I do, either play or help produce. And I went through and watched every video Angelica had. I had puzzles. I was practicing. They didn't have a single puzzle the first half of the game. <laughs> I, I had practiced these things so hard. Um, and I got to tell you, when I showed up, I was kind of starstruck, you know, standing there in the mat, you know, seeing Justin and, seeing Jason and even some of the production staff, you know, Brett played last year, Taylor won last year. They're there. 
you know, I'm a 53 year old guy. I was probably more starstruck with them than I was playing with Adam Klein in 2017. <laughs> I'm, I'm a weirdo. Oh, no, I, I, I don't think so. I, I feel the same way. I mean, this is, it's, it's hard. It's, we can't describe it to anyone who hasn't done it, but once you've done it before and you've put yourself in that environment where you're willingly relying on other people, you know, phones are away, everything else is taken out of the equation. You really just get to know people and you bond and, it ha- they have these games have a funny way of making you learn about yourself, whether you want to or not. And that's just I've always described it as very cathartic, whether I've played well or have it either way. It's just always been uh, good experiences for me. So I, I think you hit it on the head there. Excellent. Well, thank you, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. Uh, you were great. Like, yeah. yes, <laughs> you and Ayla both. You guys, we really appreciate you joined us. You guys. Really did a great job. Um, you guys, the rest of the rest of the season, it only gets better because I got to tell you, everyone left in the game, they have a shot to win this thing. So it's you got some fireworks coming. It's a very high caliber cast, uh, and and so was last season that we covered. I'm I'm really enjoying how it's going. I think I think currently the game is set up to where there's going to be a lot of fireworks because some people are working together reluctantly. Some people are very quickly ready to chop their alliance members' heads off if they get the chance. And I think that's going to lead to a lot of chaos. Uh, but that's all we have for tonight, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in live. Dave and Ayla, thank you again for uh, joining us. Uh, we should be back next week with more Survivor Angelica coverage. We're excited for the next episode to drop. And uh, Dave, do you have any? Do you have a specific uh, team that might be playing tomorrow that you want to uh, give a shout out to? <laughs> well, let's see, guys. I, I, I play these live games. In every live game, I wear a different Phillies hat. <laughs> there you go. You. So go Eagles! <laughs> I could think of no better way to close the episode or close All this right. podcast. See y'all. Thanks, guys. Have, have a good one, everybody. See you.